Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm talking this afternoon with John David exciting CEO founder of Outer Isle Gourmet, fifth ranked uh, uh, fastest growing company in 2020 in California and uh, exciting uh, new expansions and horizons. I think you're going to see her uh, healthy product line everywhere. She started primarily in the cauliflower pizza crust and sandwich thin business. And welcome, uh, Jean. And uh, it's just great talking to you. How many products do you have in your product line Thank now? You, Larry. We currently have five SKUs. And um, we have yet to really have have the bandwidth to bring out our innovations because we've we've had to keep up with demand and because we are um, a manufacturer so we are looking forward to next year we'll bring out this year we brought out our everything sandwich then and that that has been a huge hit um but what was but that what was that again other innovations what, what was that would you repeat that one again that was, uh, yeah, everything sandwich thins. So okay. it's, you know, the hugely popular spice that is everything. Trader Joe's has a ton of everything seasoning. They've got a bunch of products that have that everything seasoning. So it's like the New York bagel that has everything right. seasoning yeah, on it. Right. So this is the healthy version of that everything bagel. Customers love it. And it's called everything sandwich thin. Everything sandwich thins. And uh, where can people get them now? Really just starting to hit the market. You can get them on our website, um, most readily available. There is one store um, in New York, Wegmans has it on the East Coast. Whole Foods will be rolling it out throughout the country very soon. I and this is, your website is Outer Isle Gourmet? Yep, OuterIsleGourmet.com. Okay. And uh, talk about now, uh, you went from your initial R&D uh, experience and you started ramping up from there. How did you ramp up to where all of a sudden uh, everything breaks loose and you're the fifth fastest growing company in California? That had to be a uh, uh, what did I get myself into experience for yourself? Well, it, it certainly didn't happen overnight. I will say that. Um, really, it was, it was a very natural progression. Again, since we are a manufacturer, we have, we have to keep those thoughts and constraints in mind when we grow, right? So we were in four Whole Foods for the year. And that was critical to get the, I said, we, we spent time doing demos on the weekend. We got the velocity sell through we needed. And the next year they put us into a region, which was 52 whole foods. We thought that was an amazing, you know, achievement. So 
after that one, we were in one region for one year, we quickly went to three more regions of Whole Foods in the next year, rolled out. So that was 2016, 2017, 2018. Then we got Whole Foods National. And so really all of our growth was concentrated through Whole Foods expansion. They've got, we had great velocities at shelf. It's a very, um, it's kind of the gold standard in natural grocers, right? And, right? and so we were able to do that really well and we sold well in their store. And so it was the point where they said they wanted to take the product nationally because you could only grow beyond four regions, you could only go to national, you couldn't grow more per region at that point. So you had to take the giant leap. And that's when we built out, we, we realized we were run out of capacity at our, at our previous plant. And um, we built out a 37,000 square foot facility to handle the demand so you say you do your own manufacturing why is that important i know the answer but i want right. you to say it okay. it, it is uh, and it's very interesting as you talk to more and more cpg entrepreneurs but for us um it was always about product quality and just the sheer volume like we bring in 150,000 pounds of fresh cauliflower a week now you know no co-manufacturer has the ability to, to handle that kind of volume of a fresh, you know, of a fresh ingredient. So the, the co-mans are, the co-manufacturers are all equipped to do the flowers. All the dried flowers are good for them. Things that, you know, are easy to, to mass manufacture. So we decided early on to go into manufacturing to protect our trade secrets of, and, and maintain the high quality standards we wanted our product to always have. So we we decide we made that commitment early on. And um, and what was your what, how big was your first? Uh, you know, all of a sudden now you get an idea, but it gets real when you start committing to a manufacturing facility. Right. Yeah, our first one was when we got fifty two Whole Foods. We had been in a shared kitchen. We then needed our own, and we got a five thousand square foot building, but three thousand of that was actually production floor. So really, three thousand square feet basically. And um, and we thought that our projections said that would hold us for three years. Well, in fact, in two years, we began, you know, again, running, doing the run rate and going, we're gonna be at capacity at the end of next year, we gotta build out. So we, we made that leap of faith, which always is a leap of faith. It's kind of like, if you build it, they will come. Um, and so we built out this 37,000 square foot facility in Ventura with, with the ability to expand. Cause at that point in our, in our development, we could not take on any more accounts because we, we knew that if we took any more on we would not be able to roll out Whole Foods National. And so we kind of had to keep capacity for Whole Foods National all during 2018. We moved into our new facility um, in October, November of 2019, rolled out Whole Foods National, was able to begin, you know, tracking. And then 2020 hit. So 2020 was our first year to aggressively go pursue accounts and COVID hit. So, um, so now, you know, I think at the beginning of this year, we were probably in 1,250 
doors and and at the end of this year we're, we'll we'll exceed 5000 easily but our velocities at shelf are very strong so we move a lot of product within through the doors that we're in so how do you keep how you can keep in your sanity now with uh uh you know because the thing is success explodes a lot of businesses you know yes. they can't keep up with success hyper growth well hyper growth can yeah yeah hyper growth yeah. can do it and so but the other thing is psychologically you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> you you were this person who had this idea and showed it to your son hey let's do it and now you know uh, you know, the lightning bolts are coming in from all and the commitments and yeah. your, your, your life, your life now has picked up hyper speed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Decisions I, need to be made people yes. situate. And how, how are you, how did you navigate all that now? Hey, listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying time. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. I would say it happens, you know, again, this doesn't happen overnight. It's a progression. But I constantly talk to our team about saying every three months, we're basically a different company. And I like to tell new employees as they come on, If, you know, understand if you're coming to work for a company to do the same thing you do every day and and you like your, you know, in a box thing, this is probably not the company for you. And that's really okay. You just need to know if if this is what you like, we want you on our team because we're we're growing, we're moving, we've got big, I, big thoughts and plans. And, you know, it is, it takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of mental and um, it's demanding. I mean, I was on a call this morning with our executives and it's a great time for you to ask that question because at, we just signed a lease now. So we're two years, right? We're not even two years into this building. It's 2021 in 2020 in November of this year, we'll have been in here two years. We're already pushing capacity. So we just signed a a lease for our next manufacturing facility in Texas. And that again, feels like a huge leap, but we can't wait a year to make that decision when we're at capacity in in this facility. And we know the innovations we have in the pipeline that will take us there. So, you you know, you have to take that giant step um, forward before you really have, you know, everything you need. So you had talked early on about for entrepreneurs, I mean, for, I think one of the big things you have to constantly face is fear and shutting that down, you know, and not being overwhelmed and overcome with fear because you're, you're basically concepting all the time and, and it feels a little bit like, okay, am I crazy? You know, 
is this going to happen? But back, back to back to managing this. We had a call this morning amongst our executive team about communication and beginning to put in parameters for for all of us as we expand, you know, just to the level we are and beyond, because we'll expand, you know, a great bit this year in, in Q3 and Q4. Um, just that we put in the parameters for all of us to, to stay healthy and balanced. And we've agreed at 6 p.m. we turn off business and are with our family and, and friends. And on weekends, it ends Friday at 6 p.m. and we pick it up again on Sunday at 6 p.m. That gives you that little bit of window that you can preempt things for Monday morning, you know, as you're doing your planning Sunday night to start your day Monday morning. And it's, I'm finding the need for those kind of parameters um, so that giving us the structure to maintain our, our health and well being, because really this kind of hyper growth would really burn out our team if we, if we didn't turn it off. And well, let's, let's be honest now, John. The thing is, you're turning off the physical being present at it and, uh, you know, new things coming up, you know, you kind of like stop. But the, the truth of it is you need that processing time away. Yeah. Uh, if you can get it because your mind never stops thinking about it. Right. Would that be true? Right. I, I would say that's true, but you need the interactions to stop. So that you can you need the interaction. Process. You need yes. the interaction to stop. And also, you can't tell someone, don't think about it. Just right. relax. You know, what I always love is why don't you just relax? You know, it's just right. like, you know, nothing is more boring than me, uh, to right. me, than going laying on the beach or something like that. You know, like right. you know, they, they asked Jay Leno, you know, uh, you know, you're always in California, you're always still doing these one-night stands around the country. You know, why? Why, why don't you get go take a cruise? Why don't you go tour, you know, Europe and uh, take some time off? And he looked at him. Are you crazy? He said, right. I, I'd be bored out of my mind. And so yeah. you can't you can't just stop. You've got to do something. But when you send, give people like get out of here, go, you know, like they can get back. They've got their kids. They've got their, their spouse. They've got their dogs. They've got the things right. going on. And those things right. and dealing with those things gives forces them to have a pattern interrupt where otherwise they might mm -hmm. uh, burn their minds out thinking about a particular yeah. subject. Right? I mean, that reset. It's yeah, that reset. It's reset. And, and yeah. I, think, I think our executive teams and high growth companies they need to be given that permission to not always be on. I mean, people, you know, the whole workaholism thing, you know, it is not so great. I was reading an article in Inc. Magazine about entrepreneurs and how basically that atmosphere can create the environment for manic depressive, you right. know, because you're, you, there's times when you have to go for a week, you're, you're like on mania. Right. And then and then the down from that, because your body needs the down. So what I feel like I, you know, in talking with my executives is hearing, especially our ops guys go, I, I need to shut down. Like I need I need to know that I can have time where I'm not being called and I'm not being because ops is really the one on 
you know, the anvil right now with our hyper growth. They're the one having to keep up with this demand and, and regulate what sales can sell and um, because of what they can produce. So, so it's, it's very interesting, but giving them that permission by putting in these boundaries, hey, I think it's best for our whole team if we, if we live by this. Now, we, we also said there'll be times and we know there will, that will be mission critical. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we said. If you've got to do it, you know, and we're talking text and phone, you can always send an email. Yeah, if it's you have to control your emails. There's always going to be harvest time. You know, anytime right. you're growing, yeah. there's always going to be a time. There's always going to be planting time and harvest time. You know, right. where it's planting time, you're going around the clock to kind of get 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 it in the ground and the weather, and you know, you got to take advantage. You know, things are not in your control, and when you get the chance to do it. Everything else has just got to stop and you got to get it done. And then it's a matter you maintain, you grow, but then harvest time will come if you've done it right. And that's a good thing. Right. But you and everybody has be, energy for it. Everybody has energy for it. And it's your ability to stay in control of and of most of the time and not, right. you can't live every day like it's planting and harvesting time you know what I'm saying? right no 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 you, it, it will you will burn out so you'll burn really out is, and you'll be unpleasant to work for and it'll be hard for you to have any kind of good people who will want to work with you and now that right. now your problems get worse you know right exactly so you know that's another thing i i started implementing like tuesday and thursdays are the only days that i'll take outside meetings because I'm just found, finding that Monday is my day, right? I, I look, you know, is all, is, is touching base with all my executives and, and we've got calls set up and, and then you have emails in there, right? So as, as things begin expanding, because when you grow, it's not just that your revenue grows, it's everything expands. I mean, the amount of marketing emails I get daily is insane, you know? So just weeding through your emails can take you half a day, right. you know, because because I, I always try to keep up on a daily basis with emails. So, you know, putting in the parameters you need to stay balanced and well while in the middle of this, I, I believe it, we're finding very critical because we want to be a healthy organization. We, we, we're a family, you know, and so having those parameters really probably we need it more than anybody because we've got to have those hard stops where I know if my son calls me at seven o'clock, he's calling me to be mom, not CEO, you know, and, and right. that's, that's a very fine balance to have. So, and an important one. Right. Um, so, yeah. Well, all, this is fantastic. I'd love to just keep talking to you forever and hear about how you got into social media, how you got into this, how you got into that. But maybe we'll get a chance to talk uh, later after uh, uh, you've gone through another phase of growth, because I know I would sure love to do it. And I'm going to do my part uh, because I love your product. Uh, thank you. To, to keep you growing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad to hear about this new one and how I can get my hands on it by ordering online at outerislegourmet.com yeah. and Thank so you. uh uh and that was the uh everything sandwich things so uh you can get them before anybody else <laughs> yeah yeah uh, they're not widely available yet so 
John, this has just been a lot of fun. And thanks so much. I'm just really proud of your vision and your impact and the jobs you're creating. One quick question I do have. You mm-hmm. said Texas. You're a California company and, yeah. and starting. Uh, yeah. You got to go where the answers are as you get bigger, folks. Yeah. And and all of a sudden now, it, would you, would it just, uh, I'm just too curious about how you yeah. you got a thing in Texas. Okay. I'm going to tell you, and, and it's not the cliche California company moving to right. Texas. You know, right. it, it makes a ton of sense for us because Texas is middle of the country distribution. That's huge. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. when you think we're shipping from California to the East Coast right now, oh, boy. The, and and everything out of California is exorbitantly more expensive because right. we grow 80% of the world's fresh vegetables and fruit. So April to August, everything leaves this state. So distribution goes up, like just shipping goes through the roof. So the cost, there's nothing of, you know, there's limited. So what we're going to do is we're going to have middle of the country distribution, which is huge. We're going to also have redundancy in our manufacturing right now, you know, California's fire and earthquake. So we'll have that redundancy that's so key. We'll have the expansion capabilities that we very much need. And also we'll have supply chain differentiation. You know, which yeah. we can we can get fresh, organic cauliflower out of Mexico at that point, and not just fully rely on the California crops that we do. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if if we decide to do that, it's all about capacity and what our suppliers can supply us with. Um, so Texas gives us access to a different set of suppliers that will be necessary as we grow. Uh, well, thanks for explaining that. But by the way, it would have been all right if it was a cliche, leave California, yes. go to Texas. That would, yes, have, been, that would have been fine too. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, John. Uh, all right. I'm really excited about your future. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Larry. It's been a pleasure to talk it's to you. It's been a pleasure. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellowinnie.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.